What is the word, y'all? This is Devontae. This is Reaper Training. And y'all now tuned into the Reaper Motivation Podcast. I appreciate y'all for joining me today, man. And today, uh, I'm not going to lie, I'm excited for this podcast. Like, I, uh, so to fill y'all in, when I first had the idea to do a, a podcast, I, um, I was torn between making it like a motivational fitness type thing. And I was also like, you know, I love, Hip hop, bro. Like I love rap. I love music, um, and I love sports too. So I was torn between those three. I was like, "Damn, bro, what should I do?" And I wanted to do, I wanted to do sports, and I was gonna do like a Giants uh, channel, which I might even, I might still do. I mean, I don't know yet. We'll, we'll see. But um, that was that was a part of it. But then I was like, you know what? Nah, like I'm passionate about the motivational side of things. Um, I felt like it would have been more helpful, and then, you know, I, I felt like I did a good choice, but today we're going to get into a little bit of the music side and hip-hop, and it's actually, I feel like, coincides with, like, goals a little bit, and then once I, like, stopped and, like, kind of looked at my notes. So, the motivation for this podcast was uh, the big talk right now all over social media in regards to hip hop is just how detrimental it is. You know, people saying how the music is made to kill us, it's brainwashing us. You got the um Charleston Whites, you got the um I think Rico Reckless just said that they know the music is bad for you and everything else and just you know, it's it's just it's so much like uh it almost seems like social media is kind of rebelling against hip hop, you know what I mean? And um the basically the question today is going to be, is hip-hop detrimental to the black community? And um, I'm going to go through the pros and cons and, 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 you know, ultimately what I, at the end, I guess I'll come up with an idea. I'm going I'm to be, I'm going to keep it so real. I'm going to keep it a butt with y'all right now. Um, I'm going to expose my bias. I love hip-hop. I love hip-hop. Like, I'm, like, when I really sit back and I think about my life, right, there's a song, there's a hip hop song I could put with every good moment of my life, every sad moment of my life, every angry moment of my life, every like just whatever I think of. Like when I um my my deployment to Sweden back in 2019, uh, I can give you a song with that. The uh, YNW Melly T Grizzly, um, uh, the, what was the name of that song? Uh, uh Freddy Krueger, you know, um. Shoot, my 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 junior year of high school, you know, wrestling season. Uh, the uh, matter of fact, no, my senior year of high school wrestling season. You know, heading over to get my um, go to states. You know, Drake dropped his his uh, um, if you're reading this, it's too late album. Just me remembering to get on the bus and listening to the music and hearing Legend for the first time. First time I heard Good Kid, Mad City. The first time I heard Love Sosa. The first, like, just like just me saying it is is putting a smile on my face, bro. Like I got, you know, so, oh my god, bro, so many good songs. You know, 2018. You know, I, I come down to VA and I'm fucked up. My money's fucked up, and T Grizzly drops that Activated. He drops Activated, and I remember when I heard that goddamn song, bro. I remember I just felt so motivated. I just felt like, bro, I could take on the fucking world. Like, this is, like, the soundtrack to my life. And, um, so, <sighs> it'll be hard for me to really, really 
talked down on hip hop because of that. You feel me? And I understand, I, and I feel like a, a lot of the people who who do talk down about hip hop are like, you know, they 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 didn't they weren't brought up loving the the genre like that. Like I, I everybody who I know that talks bad about hip hop, they 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 not hip hop lovers. So it's kind of hard to explain to somebody how much it means without them. Like someone could come to me and tell me how much. Uh, country rock has done for them in their life, and I just kind of look at them like a oh, word, <laughs> like a oh, word, like Billy Ray Cyrus is Touch Your Soul Gang, like. But you know, I'm saying that jokingly, but that, that I guarantee you, there's somebody out there. It's like Billy Ray Cyrus, you know, got them through their toughest times, or got, or you know, made some of their best times memorable. Like there's people out there like that. I can say the same thing. Shit, you know, music at the end of the day is art, you know, and it affects everybody differently. Um. But uh, I just gotta, you know, I, I gotta, I'm gonna try my best to be subjective as I'm talking about this. It's it's probably not going to work, but we'll, we'll see. Who knows? I might surprise myself because right now I, I can already tell you, I'm my mental is like I'm not talking down, but I, I am pretty unbiased with judging things, so we'll see. But um, so starting off, right, we'll get right into the pros of hip hop. So. The very first thing that I think of when I think of the positivity of hip hop, number one is is the 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 fact that kids in the inner cities and kids that are poor can see success. Now, I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I, I think when people say that, like if you if you if you if you if you didn't grow up like poor, if you didn't grow up like kind of in a fucked up situation, I guess like the hearing someone say, you know, seeing it. Helped them, motivated them to try to do it. I don't know if it really resonates, honestly. So I, I, you know, I'm gonna use myself as an example, not with hip hop, but with like for me it was sports. So like when I, um, you know, if y'all read my book, the first chapter, going through the shots, going through my my sixth grade year, you know, the domestic violence, the sleeping on floors, all that shit. I remember I was watching, um. I was watching uh, the Steelers and Ravens, and I don't know if y'all remember, but back in the day, bro, the Steelers and Ravens, bro, their 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 rivalry games used to be hellacious. I'm talking about niggas used to be getting bodied out that bitch. And I remember, I'm sitting there and I'm watching. It's, it's a post game. Hans Ward, uh, one of their receivers. I remember I'm seeing Hans Ward, bro. He's in an interview, bro. This nigga got on a motherfucking mink coat. With some fucking diamonds in his ear, bro. I'm talking about these diamonds the size of my fist, bro. I'm like, yo. And I'm looking at it. I'm like, yo. These football motherfuckers is making some bread, bro. Like, he getting out for football? And then a little bit after that. Not too long after that. Because I didn't, um. I, I ended up listening to uh, Ray Lewis's famous 52 Decker Carr speech. And I remember when I'm listening to it, I'm like, yo. Cause I remember seeing Ray Lewis in, in in that press conference too, and he was fly. And I remember looking like, damn, bro, this nigga Ray Lewis is went through the same shit I did. This nigga, he he, he, he you know, I, I I remember like when he he's talking about the you know seeing it, the, the being mad. Like I remember when I first started working out, I was like, yo, dude, like I'm gonna get strong enough to where if a nigga put his hands on my mama, I'm gonna beat his ass. Like, and I'm hearing him say that shit, I'm like, yo, so. I'm already relating to him right then and there, right? And then to see him have so much money off of football, you 
you automatically think like, cause you gotta understand when you're in these situations, you fucked up. You you don't have no hope or nothing. You kind of like, what what is your example for success? You see what I'm saying? And then I'm looking and I see Ray Lewis with you know the diamonds and the fly clothes, and I'm seeing these these, and they all come from similar backgrounds. So I'm like, yo, like. You know, Des Bryant had a story that was real similar. Des Bryant was coming around on that time. And I'm like, oh, like if they can do it, I could do it. What's the difference between us? You see what I'm saying? Now, I didn't make it in football. You know, I didn't, you know, go for But football, I said a bunch of times, saved my life. And that was what, it, that's an example. So think of some of these kids coming from, you know, think about if you was a, 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 a kid who was maybe four or five years younger than, than Dirk. Right, you you grew up in Dirk Hood and Dog Pound in Chicago, you know you 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 kind of grew up looking at Dirk and seeing Reese and all them, and then you know you see him get older, you see him start start making music, and you start to catch a wave, and you looking at him now with songs with Drake, and imagine being that kid. Maybe your whole life you probably didn't see yourself past being a gangbanger that maybe made it to twenty four or twenty two, you know that that's if you're lucky. Then you see this motherfucker who who Breathe this, put you know, breathe the same air you breathe, ate from the same place you ate, you know, just did everything just like you, the same individual, but yet, yet look at him and how he's living. That's 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 powerful, bro. And I don't think, and I wish, you know, and I, and I kind of whenever people, whenever rappers say that, I see people kind of roll their eyes, but I don't know if they know how powerful that is, bro. Because you gotta understand, when there's no hope, bro. Seeing that is the difference between like my mentality when I saw Ray Lewis on that video. It was one of the only things I was like, you know what, this shit ain't all bad because it can get better. Look at him; it got better for him. You know, so so the the success of these rappers it it, it means a lot. It means a lot to their communities because understand hip hop derives from the inner cities. Hip hop grew from 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 the hood. It, that's 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 the the birthplace of it, you see what I'm saying, and 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 what made hip hop big, you know, uh, I think they put this in Time Magazine, um, was it Time Magazine? It was either Time Magazine or New York Post, Post. But I remember there was a, a major, major uh, U.S. publication that did a um, that basically did a, a article on hip hop when people were still thinking hip hop was kind of bullshit, and it was when um, I think the uh. What was it the, the Furious Five or the Furious Furious something? They they made this this song called The Message. Uh y'all probably heard it before. It's like um Don't push me cause I'm close to the edge. I'm trying. That that joint, like if you've heard that, that's called the message. The reason why that song got so big was because they they were highlighting the the struggle. They was highlighting, you know, the pain that they was feeling in communities and it resonated with people and it moved people and they felt and, and you know that that that's where hip hop derived from. That's what made hip hop big. And hip hop grew even more when you started to hear the songs from you know, when you heard Nas Omatic and you're hearing him talking about, you know, no um you know uh uh, pit, uh, piss, pissy uh, floors in the hallway and all this other stuff, and you know, talking about you know, you know, people sharing, you know, eight, eight, nine people in a one bedroom apartment and all this other shit. Just you know, you hearing these rappers describe their environments and everything like that, and it resonates and you know, it moves people, it creates uh, a, a story. 
and you know this is what this is what made hip hop what it is. You know what I mean? So, so that the fact that they can make inspire these young kids who otherwise may not have any help. That's, I mean, any hope. That's that's big, man. That's huge, and that's that's a huge pro of uh, hip hop. Um, and you know the other positive of hip hop is an outlet. Y'all gotta understand something, right? And I and I want to speak on you know part of why hip hop is so violent. So speaking to to you know the 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 um the 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 reflection like art music is art. Right, art is normally going to reflect what's in the person's heart, his mind, you know how he feels, you know, and you gotta understand in these communities when these people are coming up. If you if you if you're growing up right, if you're seeing violence, you're seeing you know you're growing up with bullshit, you're growing up wanting more, you're growing up you know feeling these types of ways. And you mad about it. Like, it, 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 honestly, there's no other way for me to put it. Like, you angry about this shit. Like, you know, and you also got to understand uh, the big thing in our, in our communities, especially in these environments, is you dealing, like, a, like you dealing with a lot of, like, you, 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 you know, you might be getting beat on. You know, you might be seeing people get beat on. You might be seeing people get killed. You might be seeing all these things. So, so when you're upset, you feel a way about this, you're going to want to, you know, speak out about it. It might make you mad. You know, and like I said, like I, I use, you know, everybody has different outlets. You know, for me, I, my outlet for my anger was sports. That's why I only did violent sports. I suck at everything else. I can't play baseball. I can't dribble basketball. But when it came to football, I can go fuck somebody up. I can go flying down a hole. And, and I remember I used to be on a sideline. Like, I'm going to put somebody on a cart today. Like, I remember, you know, that's why I did martial arts. That's why I did boxing and kickboxing. That's why I wrestled. That's why I did rugby. That's why I did, you know, you know, that's why I went to the Marine Corps. I only did things that were aggressive and I can be able to essentially hurt people. That was my outlet. You know what I mean? That there's, there's a lot of people, because when you don't have those outlets, when you don't have the music, when you don't have the sports, when you don't have the, the, uh, you know, something positive to put your energy into, you put into something negative. So these kids using hip hop as a as a as an outlet for their anger and for you know what they're seeing I don't I don't you know it's hard for me to to, to say that they're wrong for that. And also you know what's funny about it right cuz you know you'll hear a lot of people be like you know I, I'm not angry or you know whatever the funny thing about it is you also got to understand this there's two dynamics to this right so there's the people who's who's angry because they're going through too much and then there's the also the people who are angry because they're docile. So I I forgot what the uh, it was like the psychological thing that they were talking about, but essentially what they said was you know if you know people who are too who are men who are forced to be super docile like the, you know the guy that works at like a cubicle you know he has to be just the submissive wormy little little uh, weakling you know. These these are the guys that are real susceptible to road rage, you know, because that's the only time they can feel like they can let out their their animalistic side, right? So, you know, these people who 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 are who are like that, and that's a lot. That's most of America. You got to think about it. Most people aren't growing up, you know, seeing no super outlandish shit. You know what I mean? Is it's a first world country, especially nowadays. Like the 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 economy. I know it's, it's down as a whole, but like this is a much different America than it was forty years ago. You see what I'm saying? 
You can just look at the stats and they'll tell you. So it, it, even though they still sell it that now is more dangerous, but you know how the media is, but whatever. But the stats will tell you is a lot different of America. So, you know, when I, when I look at, say, like, um, Fuck's <laughs> Lost my damn train of thought. But um, you know, so so now when these people hear these songs, this is a chance, you know, they hear like a Dirk verse, and it's like this is a release from their normal kind of docile, kinda, you know, stable, boring life. You know, it's something that's energetic, something that's aggressive, something that you know they can, you know, see another part of themselves in. You know, I know people that lift weights. That'll docile as a bitch everywhere else, but that's their time. You know, they, they probably don't listen to rap any other time except when they're in the gym. And then, you know, when they're in the gym, that's when they want to hear all that crazy, that, that you know, that vicious stuff, because it's their outlet of them, you know, finally being able to be a man. You know what I'm saying? The same thing. I, I see you see see the same thing with people who uh who do martial arts. You know, they 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 they'll literally tell you like, yeah, man, it's just my only time. I feel like I could be, you know. A, a dude, like I go out and do shit that that doesn't feel like I'm, I'm, you know, have a a fucking leash around my neck, <clears throat> and you know that's important. So, so that's you know, music is an outlet. You know, what I mean, that's that's a that's a positivity. So you're giving an outlet to these people who otherwise would be finding ways of of fucking their communities up, and then you're giving an outlet to people who are listening, who who you know have someone who they can relate to. Now, the, uh, another thing is also. The 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 connectivity of of rap, bro, and I guess you could say this for any music genre, but I don't think any I don't think any other genre brings more people of different races together than rap. And that's just my opinion. I know somebody hearing this is gonna get mad and be like, "No, you you fuck what you talking about." Jazz is the most man I know. Four Asian niggas and two Indian niggas and three black niggas and two white niggas that love jazz. How dare you? Like, all right, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> Relax, gang. Just chill out. Like, but to to me, like when I go, like when I went to uh, I went to J Cole's Dreamville Fest back in 2019. Was it 2019? It was the first one he did. I think it was 2019. Yeah, it was 2019. But yeah, I went to his Dreamville Fest in 2019, and I remember, like, I'm seeing, like, and I know now it's, like, a big thing when white people, like, say that, say, say nigga when they, when they rapping songs and things like that. I'm gonna be honest with you, I'm, I'm at the concert, and I'm seeing white people sing along with the words, and obviously J. Cole says nigga, but this is when his set cunt came on, right? And you know, they're saying a word, and I remember I thought to myself for a second, I'm looking, and I'm like, you know what? Now, personally, I don't get mad when people, like, let me put it like this, right? I've been listening to J. Cole since I was in fifth grade. Maybe maybe sixth grade, but, but just around fifth grade. Uh, I think the first album I heard from him was the album before the warm-up. So whichever one that was, that might have been uh, Friday, Friday Night Lights. I think that was the one, but the, I've been listening to him for a long time. So I'm looking at this white dude. Rap the lyrics and he's saying that nigga and all that. And I'm like, how could I be mad? What if he's been a fan of J. Cole longer than I have? And I'm telling you right now, like I told y'all before, like rap, I, I for every good or bad memory, like, man, <clears throat> J. Cole has got me through some of my toughest times in life. He's got me through some of my best times in life. 
I for like I there, there's there's certain J Cole songs that like I won't listen to when other people are around because it it makes me a little teary eyed like bro like that because I not even so much just the song itself but just it it, it just from not only is the song but it also reminds me of like where I was what I was feeling when I heard it what it got me through so I'm like I'm looking at this white dude rap along with these lyrics what if he has the same story what if he's what if he's been such a big fan and J. Cole's got him through a whole bunch of shit. And J. Cole's made him feel a certain way. And J. Cole's made him happy. He's made him sad. He's made him, you know, hyped up. He's, you know, this, his music has done this to this dude. Who am I to tell him that he can't sing along with the lyrics to his favorite rapper? Y'all see what I'm saying? But me not even knowing this motherfucker. And we got cool. I, so I didn't specify this. But this, I'm talking about a dude that was next to me during the festival. We was kind of cool during the festival. But I'm like... You know, this is what music does. It brings us together. And the thing about rap, rap now is is such a multicultural thing. Like we all just like we can all. It's almost like sports. Almost like when I like when I talk like like I can have nothing in common with somebody. Like nothing. Like I could like meet you and I don't really like you. And you may not like me. And we don't got nothing in common. But let's say say you're a, f- a huge football fan. Oh, we could talk for hours. We can talk for hours, especially if you know what you're talking about. Same thing with music. If you were a, a big hip-hop fan, we could talk for forever. So <clears throat> it just brings people together, man. And, and, you know, I feel like people ignore that. Like, if you look at, like, Rolling Loud, South by Southwest, uh, Coachella, these, like, and under any other circumstances besides sports, when else, when else would you see this midst of people interacting like that? Especially nowadays. You see what I'm saying? So it's just like you, you you see that shit and it's just like people you know forget about that like as if hip hop doesn't bring us together in a lot of ways, and I got you know man like I'm not gonna lie to you um there was a dude I had met uh, he was in the navy I want to say the navy something like that he was in, he was in one of those but he was uh he was with a he was he was came over to my homeboy's house he was doing like a game night and that dude was with his uh I think at that time was his fiance I want to say. And it was, and I remember, uh, we was all talking and he was a big music head and so, so was his fiance. We're all having this conversation. I remember as we're talking about it, I'm like, damn, this nigga's lucky as a bitch, bro. I wish I could find a girl that, that loved hip hop as much as I did. Like, they, bro, she was sticking with the whole convo. Like I was, that was one of the only times I could ever think of in my entire life that I ever looked at somebody and said, must be nice. Cause I swear to God, like they, like it's such a dope like when you have that connection with somebody offers you know music whether y'all be friends or whether it be a girl that you're talking to that shit just makes everything so much like it, it it's the connectivity from hip hop is amazing like that's just the the best way I can just put it bro it's just, it's amazing and it brings us together and I you know I feel like it's everything's gotten so convoluted and, and we've gotten so so mixed up and just focusing on the negative and the bad of hip hop. But you know, I I think we also gotta remember to 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 look at the good too, bro. There's a lot of good that hip hop does. You know, what I mean, you also gotta look at how many you know millionaires and billionaires had hip hop made and people who have given back to the community. Now, unfortunately, the black community is not very receptive or not very appreciative of the people that give back, but that's a whole nother video. I ain't going to get started. <laughs> as soon as I said it, I started getting annoyed. I was like, you know what? I'm going to save it because that's going to be a whole other topic. I'm going to leave it alone. 
I'm a chill. But anyhow, uh, but yeah, bro, it's just you know, it's just we're we're it's it's such a uh, you know, we 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 sometimes you just focus on too much of the negative and things. Like I said, with a lot of these like pros and cons podcasts, there's never nothing's ever fully bad. There's always gonna be positives of certain things, you know. Um, <clears throat> so now we're gonna get into the cons of hip hop. Now. The first con that came to mind, right? Well, so, so, I'm gonna say, so this is gonna be the cons of hip hop, but I'm also gonna give why hip hop is, is, is in the, 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 the state that it's in. Like, why it's like that. Um, so for the first con, uh, for me is lack of, 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 um, of development, uh, among the artists, artists. Now, what I mean by that, right? If you look at most gangster rappers, right? I'm, I'm going to use probably one of the biggest ones of all time. I'm going to use 50 Cent. I'm a huge fan of 50 Cent. I love 50 Cent. Uh, matter of fact, 50 Cent's album, Get Rich or Die Trying, was the first album that I ever had in my life. My mom got it for my uh, sixth birthday. Should not have been listening to that <laughs> as a six-year-old. But that, I love that song. Like Anyone... Like, I, I don't know too many other people that knew me from my childhood that back then. But like if you were... If if I if I could like if there was someone who I was who I who I met back in like two thousand who knew me in two thousand three as a little kid they'd be like oh yeah his favorite song was was in the club or what up gangster was my shit as a little kid I used to be in there that was my joint like I love that whole album anyhow when I look at fifty fifty evolved right and and people may not notice it but if you if you go through all his albums right let's say the first two albums uh, which was uh, get rich or die trying to masker. Right, this is still the raw, you know, violent, you know, the 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 natural aggression, all that shit. But if you look at some of his like uh like the Canaan tape, and you look at like uh what's that album he had with the fucking lion on it? Um, what the fuck was that line? Oh, oh, uh, animal, animalistic, no, animal, animal ambition, something like that. So it had a, it had a lion with some blood on his face. Anyhow, he um, if you look, if you listen to those albums. Yeah, you st- the aggression still there. Just, once it's in you, it's always gonna be in you. Like you know, it's just gonna be there. But if you notice, he it's more smooth. It's more methodic. It's more um, you know. Now he's talking about money. He's talking about hoes. He's talking about you know. He's it, it's not it's not straight up shoot him up, bang bang. He's growing with his audience, right? And it shows growth to his fans. So you know, and if you whatever rapper, whatever gangster rapper you want to think of, you can see that with almost all of them. You know what I mean, with except for the well, what I'm getting to, the ones that don't grow, right? And I don't, I think they don't grow for a reason. Cause, cause you look at it. So I, an example of this, and it hurts to say it, cause he, I, I fuck with him heavy, but an example of this is kind of little Dirk. And the reason why I say this, right? And I, and, and, and here, you know what? Dirk is actually the perfect example. Cause because I know his career so well, I could break down to you how I know this is what it is with little Dirk. So first things first, I've been listening to Dirk. From before, like I, I know I'm a hitter by myself, Dirk. Like that, like I'm a hitter by myself. I don't need nobody help. Like this is back in like 2011, Dreads Dirk when he had the fat white baby moms and all that other shit. Like that was that was the Dirk I was bumping. You feel me? Like this was this was pre, uh, Signs to the Streets one. <clears throat> if I'm not mistaken, yeah, I think this is before we put out Signs to the Streets one. This was um, fuck, what's the name of that damn album? 
damn, I don't remember the name of the album. It, it was, it was, it was, it was prior to Signs of the Streets One. Like Signs of the Streets One was like 2013. It's definitely before that. Anyhow, like if you listen to that Dirt and you listen to Dirt now, yes, the delivery's better, the 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 lyrics are better, the um, you know, the the overall artistic ability is better, but the content's the same. Right, it's it's not. Now, what I'm saying is, he can still do gangster rap. If that's his lane, that's his lane. There's nothing wrong with that. Like I said, Fifty Cent still did gangster rap, but Fifty Cent still wasn't. He wasn't dissing. Fifty Cent wasn't. Uh, you know, he wasn't. He. It, it was. It was. It was a bit evolved a little bit. It was more. A little bit more about money. A little bit more about when you listen to Dirk. Dirk's music. Content-wise, hasn't really undertook that growth, except for one time period, which is, and this is why I think this, why I think this is interesting. Dirt went through a little spell of in like twenty, what was it, sixteen, sixteen, seventeen. We're like 16 and 15 where he was doing like this R&B thing. I'm not going to lie. Like as big of a fan as I am of Dirk, for that little span, I didn't like listening to Dirk's music. Like when he came out with that Jay-Z and Beyonce shit in the, in the, I was just like, what the fuck? What is this? Like it was, it was too drastic, drastic of a shift. I felt like from what his content was not saying that he can't change it. You know, rappers can definitely, you know, Explore and be artistic and you know do what they want, but like for how quickly and how hard he went because it, it it felt like it went from you know what Dirk normally to to all this 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 straight up just kind of commercial industry lovey dovey shit and it was just like well, what the fuck is this like we like I remember a lot of my homies felt the same way and the funny thing is like you know I. I like we all was like, yo, what, what dirt got? What's, what's, what's going on with bro? Like he, what the fuck is this? And then like we stopped listening to him for a minute. Matter of fact, when he dropped that album, when his face was on the cover with all the, the names and shit embedded in his face, that was that was when we was like, oh yeah, nah, I was saying that. And um, it was another, I think, Scientist Streets. It was another one. I think it was might have been Scientist Streets Four or something like that. But then uh, you know, he got he had a resurgence, and now you see the Dirk you see now. He he uh, you know, right around when when uh. When um Vaughn got out and him and Vaughn got together, I feel like Vaughn kind of brought out that 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 more gritty Chirac, you know, savage side of him again that he had when he was you know doing the signs of the streets, the no competition and all other shit. He was dissing Lil Mark, but the problem with that is, so let's say you was listening to Dirt, right? Dirk is your favorite rapper. Let's say you started listening to Dirk. I started listening when I was 14. So let's say you started listening to him when you was. Let's say you you waited till midway, let's say 2014. This is Sign so that's Sign to the Streets 2, and you was like 15. Right? Or 14. Let's say 14. So now you're 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 at prime dirt, right? When he was shoot 'em up, gang banging, BD, all that said, GDK, the whole, you know. That was that. That was dirt. Let's say he influenced you to start moving kind of like that a little bit. Because let's be honest, the influence does. You know, that's that was my next point. But yeah, he starts influence you to move like that a little bit. If while you're doing that, you start to notice as you're listening to dirt that he's starting to switch up a little bit. He starts talk more about money. He starts talk more about hoes. If you didn't get into a lot of trouble when you first start listening to him, which 
let's be honest, a lot of people talk about the influence and they're making people shoot. Let me tell you something. Niggas is soft. Let me say it one time. Niggas is soft. Let me say something. You can't the only unless unless somebody from what I've seen, bro, unless somebody's getting a girl fucked. If they, unless somebody's girl getting fucked or somebody's moving on a girl or they something like that, the, the dudes ain't finna shoot at nobody for nothing. Especially on the fucking rappers. So like you, they they might start dibble, you know, dabbling in the streets a little bit, but they they still soft as shit. It, no one ever became a full fledged murderer because of a fucking rap song. I can tell you that right now. And I don't even think Charleston White was as bad as he talk about hip hop. I don't think he'll even. Well, maybe he did say it, but I don't think. He can even really believe, because especially if you're around people enough and you see how people act and, and how soft people can be, it's like, I don't give a fuck who you listen to. I could put you in the room and make you listen to drill music from 7 in the morning to 5 o'clock at night for two months straight, and your bitch ass still ain't going to go out and put hands on nobody. You soft as shit. You want to talk it, though. They'll talk that game. Don't get me wrong. They'll get on Instagram. They'll talk crazy. But they ain't going to put hands on nobody. Soft as baby shit. So, you know, when I when I looked at uh when I just like like looked at like like the the growth of these rappers, they the fact that they're starting their own growth, I feel like it's starting the growth of their fans. And that's 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 a kind of hip hop. And I feel like if you're if you're starting starting the growth of your fans, you know, you're you're missing an opportunity to positive positively affect some of these people. So, you know, and that's, and that's something that, you know, again, they're not, you know, they say they're not role models and stuff like that, but you gotta, you know, you gotta value the effect that, that music and, and, and things like that has on, on individuals. It has a big effect, you know, it's a big part of it. So, you know, I, I feel like that's something that, that they, that, that, that's, that's a problem that I think I do have with rap. Now, don't get me wrong. That's not me saying I don't like dirt for what he is now. Uh, and what like I love his music. I, I listen to this nigga every day, but I feel like he can still alter up the content and still have it be just as good if he just showed a little bit of growth. Um, the next kind of hip hop is label influence. Labels, to me, I feel like the reason why hip hop doesn't have that uh that that big presence of positivity. Cause you gotta understand, hip hop can be break, broken down to a bunch of subgenres, right? You have uh, the conscious rap, you have the I don't, I hate saying it, but emo rap, bitch ass shit, fucking yeah, no. <laughs> y'all know how I feel about soft shit, bro. I, that fucking pussy ass. Don't get me sorry. Anyhow, you got emo rap, you got um, you got gangster rap, drill rap, you got you know, you got all types of uh, uh, what else? You got. R&B-ish rap, I guess that's what you could call, like, what, like, uh, fuck was bro name, um, it was Tory Lanez, what, like, Tory Lanez does, so, like, you know, you, you, you got, like, kind of a lot of subgenres of rap, but the only ones that's really pushed is the, is just the, the straight up, the, the, the gangster rap, there used to be a point in time in the nineties you can get to whatever subgenre of rap that you want to listen to. You had you know, you had the uh boom bap, you had all types of, you know, the G funk. And the labels allowed the artists to be free and, and you know, make what they wanted to. But you know, when when something gets so 
profitable. And when there's so much money in rap now, these labels get involved. And you also got to remember, these labels are not ran by black people. None of them are. Like, there's no major label in the U.S. that's really ran by any black black individuals, which is sad because it's like you got a, 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 a predominantly black audience, predominantly black artists, and a, a and a black and a, and a black based, um, and probably the most influential uh, genre of music in history. Like, I I don't think. Maybe if you want to say, I mean, I don't know. I can't really think of of another genre that has changed. Like you gotta understand, hip hop is is clothes. Hip hop is 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 dancing. Hip hop is just it's just so much. It's so many different things, and it's it's and it's international too. Like it's just it's crazy. Like it's it's all over the place. So, but it's not ran by anyone who 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 who's black. And I feel like that has a big effect on why you see the bullshit you see. You see the industry plans. You know, now, you know, I was going to do a whole nother, uh, podcast about it, but you started to see like the, even the political bullshit get into hip hop, which is crazy to me. Like, what the fuck? That politics, like, like, like this certain, like they got industry plants based on politics. Like, I don't care what nobody says. Lil Nas S was a fucking industry plant. To the highest degree. His was so much so. It was fucking obvious as hell. But fucking. That's that's just what you, you know. These labels are like. Yeah we got to start catering. Some of these other. Some of these. You know. Don't get me started. But like you know. They, they, that's what they. That's what that shit was there for. So it's just like. You know. When these labels are so involved. And you know. That's why. They're trying to. To downplay the. 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 The uh, independent scene so much they're trying not to let that get out that there's a lot of independent rappers because they don't want that because if if the independent scene grows in hip hop their their chokehold on it go goes away it's not gonna be as strong which is important because these motherfuckers are they they the fact they have so much power they they can do too much and they can affect the music too much now. Whether or not hip hop is is detrimental to black people, I could have went a lot longer with the cons. Could have went a lot longer with the pros too. I'm gonna say, on the surface, yes, because when you're influencing people at the magnitude that they do, with the matches that they do, it is negative. I'm going to reiterate this to what I said earlier, though. Most motherfuckers are soft. The reason why I'm saying that is because there's only two reasons why most men are going to kill somebody or going to you know, do some violence. It's because you're poor or because your girl's getting fucked. And even if your girl's getting fucked, if you have something to lose, you're probably not going to go kill nobody. So what's the common denominator? You're poor. If you was the, if, what's the one thing you hear about every gangbanger turned, uh, you know, good person or good gang, I mean, not turned good person, every gangbanger turned, every gangbanger turned civilian, uh, every rapper that said that they used to gangbang and all that stuff, what's the one common thing you hear with all of them? I had to go get that money. 
what's the thing I what was the first thing I mentioned? Hope. If you was the if they was to put more effort into changing the communities, if they was to put as much effort into changing the communities as they did about changing hip hop, there wouldn't be a need to to do all that. If we're being honest. You think you think that the murder rate in Chicago is gonna be as high as it is? If like people, you know what's so funny? People talk about the murder rates in these in these cities, right? And like the Chicago's and the Arkansas and the Little Rock, Arkansas, and the uh and the LA's and all this other shit. People don't talk about like the fucking uh the poverty rates in these neighborhoods, not in the cities, the neighborhoods that they that they're talking about that's responsible for these murder rates are ridiculous. Are ridiculous. I'm talking about you got starving kids in these fucking towns in in, in a first world country. So it's like, if if this is going to be the environment, I don't give a fuck whether you're white, black, green, brown. If you look at at the at the Irish, you look at the at if you look at just white people in general, if you look at you know Hispanics, whoever the case may be, when they in them trenches, when they ain't got no fucking money, crime happens because you you're in a desperate state. When you're in a desperate state, stay survive. You're gonna do what you have to do to survive. That's just the 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 the, the law of human nature. Adapt and overcome. We're the most adaptive creatures creatures on earth. So that's that's just a part of what happens. So violence is gonna become a part of that. Now, that's not me absolving hip hop, because I, I y'all know me, bro. I'm I'm gonna call it you know, even kill. Yes, there, there's a lot of things that hip hop can change. Like I said, hip hop needs to needs to grow. You know, I, I feel like the development is being stunted. You know, there's there's more that can come from from than there's more that could, that hip hop can can portray than what it has been. Now, I feel like some of that 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 stunting growth is in due, and I mean in turn because of the labels, but it's also because of the artists. Because you can change things, you can make yourself, you know, a a, a better version of you for your fans, without you know. Label effects, and there's enough money out here now where you can go independent and not have to worry about the motherfuckers at all. Anyway, once you get the bag, so you know, I just I, I'm gonna. So, like I said, on the surface, the answer is yes. But you know, if you're if you if you're just gonna look at things on the surface and not change the 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 inner workings of what's going on, then you're you're not really gonna make a change of anything because they could stop rap tonight. We could all start listening to Billy Ray Cyrus tomorrow. We could all, you know what? <clears throat> we could all just say, you know what? No more Dirk, no more Young Boy, no more uh, uh, Cole, no, no more none of that. You know what? The whole world, we bumping million vanilli. We bumping million vanilli, and that's all we listening to. And 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 Ice JJ Fish, and guess what? If the niggas is poor, they still gonna be shooting. <laughs> if dudes is hungry, they still gonna be shooting. It's not gonna matter who they listening to. You listen to uh, I was watching a Vlad TV interview that he had uh with MC8. He was a old uh he was a he was a rapper, G Funk rapper from from LA back in like the uh, late '80s and the early '90s. He was talking about how they used to do drive-bys to Flashlight by Parliament. They used to do drive-bys to fucking uh to Earth, Wind, and Fire. Niggas was sliding the Earth, Wind, and Fire game. Do you remember? On the 21st of September, spraying shit, dropping niggas. Bow, knocking niggas' tops off. Like, this shit's crazy. Like, they, they was doing that. 
So that right there should tell you, like, if if you still, if there's still a, a, a issue in the community, it's going to be there regardless of what they're listening to. Regardless of what they're listening to. I'm pretty sure back in, the, I mean, they didn't have, you know, cars. But I'm pretty sure it was a lot of niggas that got their ass beat the opera back in the day. I mean, motherfuckers you think probably had, like, you know, the little, little crank uh, case thing, listening to opera music, getting stomped on. Getting spanked. They probably had the banjo music going. They hit niggas with banjos. Bow! Little old country white dudes. Like, it's just, that's just, that's just a part of, like, if you're in a desperate spot, you're going to do a desperate thing. The, the art is what it is. Art is just an outlet. Art is a reflection of, of the communities. So, I just wanted to speak on that, man. Uh, I enjoyed this podcast a lot. If you didn't tell, I love rap, bro. I might do some more of these. Uh, there's actually a little option, I think, on Spotify. You can uh, ask me questions or something like that. So I don't know if if you if y'all if y'all rock with this, bro. Just like let me know. You know, I got my my uh, my Instagram and all that stuff on there. And just like if you fuck with this, just like tap like yo, bro. Do more music ones, and I definitely will because I love this. This, this is this is fun. But um, yeah, man, y'all already know how I'm gonna end this out, bro. We don't chase dreams, we hunt goals. Tenacious Rose is now available on Amazon, ten ninety nine. Uh, appreciate y'all for rocking with me, man. And y'all be easy.